Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Scalfani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tideline Talks podcast. I'm joined today by Eric Dallas, who is a coach at Row House UTC, which is a newer gym that opened up in the area. And it's a little bit different than some of the other gyms in the area as well, which we'll talk about. So thanks, Erica, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Excellent. So, Erica, let's back up a little bit. Tell me a little bit about you and where you come from and your athletic background and everything like that. All right, a little bit about me. Paraphrase, here we go. <laughs> I'm a Southern woman at heart. I'm from South Georgia, Valdosta specifically. I grew up there playing sports. I played softball and basketball all through my childhood. The funny thing was I thought I wanted to be a ballerina when I was a kid. And I went on a walk in the neighborhood with my mom, and I saw these girls hitting a ball and tossing a ball around. I was like, I want to do that. So I walked up to the coach and said, hey, can I try out? And he was like, sure. (laughs) And so I took off the ballet slippers and started with uh, basketballs and softballs. And so that's kind of my background uh, growing up. And then in college, I took time just to focus on my studies, majored in biology and minored in chemistry. Very cool. Went to Valdosta State University there. And then... I guess as time goes by, what got me here to Sarasota was um, a good friend of mine who is also the COO for a restaurant here told me she needed bartender. And I was bartending at a local tavern at the time to uh, finish up college and help pay the bills and wound up actually falling in love with the job. And it is now my career. I've been bartending at Gecko's here in Sarasota for eight years now. That's awesome. That's really cool. Now, uh, you came down here with your wife, too, right? Yes. And how did you guys meet? So we met, actually, she was my GM at the tavern that I worked at. We became really good friends. We were friends for a long time. And then uh, we just wound up hitting it off, and we wound up moving down here to Sarasota together, making the big leap. We were both from Georgia, so it's difficult to go to a new place. I had never actually been to Sarasota, so it really was a leap of faith. (laughs) But I believed in my friend and the COO now, and her name's Fiona, and she's a great person, and I knew she wouldn't steer us wrong. So we actually wound up getting married here in Sarasota as well two years ago. So, That's awesome. Congrats. Yes. Thank you. Coming up on our anniversary on the 18th. Of this month? Of <laughs> yes, February? Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Gotcha. So we're excited about it. That's technically our Valentine's Day celebration. How about that? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. There we go. Love is in the air for <laughs> yeah. all the Hallmark holidays, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, for those of us that aren't familiar with Georgia geography, help us out where your hometown is. So my hometown is almost central south. It's a little more towards the west side. It's about 18 miles north of the Florida-Georgia line. So I technically could be called a Floridian. I was close <laughs> enough. I think I partied at a few dirt roads yeah. in Florida somewhere. So <laughs> Well, it's funny in Florida, they say the further north you go, the further south you get. Exactly. Right? So yeah, so exactly. you were kind of right on that on that border oh, there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So then, so you made your way down to Sarasota and you're slinging drinks at the bar. Mm-hmm. Then how'd you even get hooked up with, with rowing and row house? Were you ever part of a crew team or anything like that? Or tell us a little about how Right, that... right. I didn't even know row house existed, actually. I um, was a runner for several years. So when I moved to Sarasota, 
uh, got settled and stable, I started getting into running. I'd never really been a runner, only what the coaches forced me to do in school, right? <laughs> <laughs> only what I had to do during conditioning. Uh, wound up falling in love with it. Was running for about three years and... You know, I'd say I started to develop really bad plantar fasciitis um, to the point I had to go see a podiatrist, all these things, steroids, things that are terrible for your body, and nothing was working. I'm still in pain. I'm on my feet all night at work, mm -hmm. so that doesn't help either. You know, yeah. I'm walking around on those hard tile floors and <laughs> slinging those drinks, as yeah. you say. <laughs> but uh, my massage therapist, actually, she introduced me to Row House. She said, Erica, okay. you really got to come track us. And I said, I don't know, like. A runner's high is something that I feel like can't be replaced. You right. know, the open rows, the open trails, headset in, listening to the music. So I reluctantly agreed because I knew it was time to start taking a different course of action for, you know, my mind and my body. So I wound up going, fell in love, had a couple great coaches there, uh, Selena, Colleen, one of my biggest mentors. And uh, they got me on the path to actually fall in love with rowing and the thing about rowing and what we like to tell people is that it's high intensity, mm -hmm. but it's super low impact for your body. Right. Uh, so I started going once a week and then I wound up going five days a week <laughs> <laughs> and cut out running completely. So it's been an awesome journey for me. And uh, the reason I became a coach is because I wanted to share this story with people. Yeah. I want you to know you can find that high, save your body. And do something different and still have a great time doing it. Sure. You know, I, we have a lot of people who come to us with hip replacements, uh, knee replacements, and they're, they're looking for something to do. Right. And I tell you, this is what you can do. So I wanted to give back and make people feel how I felt when I walked through those double doors. That's awesome. Uh, it's a great place, great atmosphere, and you're still getting a great workout in. Oh, yeah. 86% of your muscles are worked in that's, 30 or 45 minutes depending on what class you take so that's crazy it's pretty that, impressive <laughs> tell us what the uh what the certification for the coach uh coaching at row house was like so to be a coach at row house you, they actually put you through something called rhu row house university uh mine due to our COVID times everything was done via zoom initially they used to be done in a like a week-long training course mm -hmm. at certain locations say texas or colorado or something like that uh, but this was all done via Zoom. So a little, to me, maybe a little more challenging because I don't have a master coach right by my side mm -hmm. telling me what's going on. You know, they're taking a look at their laptop and <laughs> trying to give feedback. And, you know, it's just a little different than in person. Yeah. But it's a four-week journey. Okay. Uh, you submit several videos, a lot of, you know, quizzes and questions. Uh, you talk with the master coaches. They're wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, they were extremely helpful. Anytime you needed to reach out to them, they were there to help you. They want you to succeed. Yeah. You know, the row house is just, they're amazing. They teach you the values mm -hmm. of what they expect. You know, they want every row house, every time you go, say you go on vacation and there's a row house there. They want you to go to that row house and have just an awesome experience, you know, and right. still have that same format, but have fun. It's all music based. We rode to the beat of music. So it's just a good time. Yeah. It really is. But the university is fun. You do one big class at the end. You get to teach all your friends that you've been rowing with. That's great. And uh, they show up and they cheer for you. And they just grade you out and say you pass or, you know what, give it another shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a grueling process. Yeah. Uh, one of the girls that I was in the university with, she was funny. She said, 
it was like drinking water out of a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's over, the fun begins. Now, is that water and... a pun for rowing and all that, too? <laughs> yeah, right. Was that a double pun? Yeah, or right. that... I don't know. It could have been. Yeah. Like, she was a pretty smart lady. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a great experience now. I've been coaching since September. Oh, great. So I did the university back in August. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you make time for it, and it's all worth it in the end. Yeah. How was it? Um, how was it transitioning from running to rowing? Because did you have any rowing experience prior to joining Row House? I never had any rowing experience. The closest thing I had was kayaking. Oh, perfect, right? So, so what was that like to then come in as a as a runner? Mm-hmm. And now instead of being upright on two feet, now you're sitting in this sliding seat and you're pulling a chain with some resistance and uh, it's got a damper and right. this turbine that's going. So right. what was that transition like? Well, that was always my hesitation to begin with, right? When my friend was telling me about it, like, I'm not really moving. Right. But I'm telling you, you're moving. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the power generation comes from those dampers and those flywheels. It's set to mimic the resistance on the water. Mm-hmm. So even if you've never been out on the water, you know, rowing or anything like that, it doesn't matter it's you're set up in there beautifully it's 60 percent leg drive 30 percent core only 10 percent arms everybody thinks oh my arms are going to get jacked when i start rowing that'll come with the floor work yeah rowing is only 10 percent arms it's you know it's people come in there and they don't realize that it's all about that strong push back so i would say in comparison to running it's just like jumping like if you're going to go into a full-on sprint right okay so you're jumping out of that catch. So let's just say you start in a jog, uh-huh. then you go to a nice run, and then you really amp up the intensity. Like when we do the hit intervals and things like that, yeah. I like to tell my crew, jump out of that catch, push, drive with those feet. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gives you that same drive that you would mimic on the pavement or on a trail or something like that. Sure. So tell us a little bit, um, for those that maybe not aren't as familiar with what a row house class is like, walk us through what, what the gym set up and, and things like that. Um, you know, what, what it's like to walk into a row house. Yeah. Class. All right. Well, let's just say you're walking through the double doors for the first time. We're, we're going to greet you. You know, we'll start with a signature class. Okay. I'll get you set up. Uh, it's very key thing in rowing is getting your proper foot stretcher set up. Mm. So where you put your feet to drive off. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're either going to overcompress or you're going to undercompress. Okay. And you're not going to get as much out of the drive back. Okay. Right? So we'll set you up in the foot stretchers. I'll show you the stroke, all okay. the points of performance. Perfect. You know, the catch. Right when you're in the catch, I'll show you the drive. I'll show you the finish, how mm-hmm. to head back into the catch. Right. Um, it's such a beautiful motion to yeah. watch people. And you can tell with people because it... You, Nobody really gets it on the first day, right? Not unless you've done it before, you've been coached how to do it before. I like to tell people, I've been in your seat, right? (laughs) I've been here for the first time, scared to death, not knowing what's going to (laughs) happen. Right? Because I'd never done a studio-based fitness when I came in. So when you walk in, we have two rows of ergs. There's 25 in there. And then I'm right up front in the middle. There's a mirror. So if you're not right next to me, you can still see me. Sure. And, uh... I set you up and get you all there, ask you if you have any questions. Um, we do floor work in most of our classes. So there's some classes you'll come off a couple times. Power class, for instance, you're going really hard, high intensity. So you come off about four times. Mm-hmm. Um, each class is driven towards a different style of workout, but still getting the same results. Okay. We offer four different kinds of classes. Okay. Uh, we have a power class, like I just mentioned, mm-hmm. high intensity, the whole entire class. There's a class called uh, Full Row, which basically you just come off and stretch one time. You're basically rowing the whole time. So 
if you're one who maybe already gets your floor work done at home or in the gym, okay. a full row class would be good for you if you don't feel like messing with the floor work. Sure. Uh, a lot of people do come to row house, though, to still get that floor work in. Um, Tell us about what the floor work is. So, what, so it what depends are you doing on the, on the class style. Okay. Yeah, so like a signature class, the first floor work you're going to come off, it's going to be five minutes Okay. real quick. And we're really going to try and focus on that core. Gotcha. We're going to try and work that 30% that we use on that row. We're going to keep an elevated heart rate. You know, several things can be done there. Planking, sit-ups, crunches, okay. all kinds of things. Anything that we can work on to stabilize and get a nice strong core. Then you'll do a few more songs. And your second one, you'll come off and we'll use dumbbells. And we usually just pick a targeted muscle group Okay. for that. Uh, it just depends uh, what the coach is feeling. Say last week I did shoulders. Okay. This week I might do biceps. Okay. That way my crew is getting something different every time they're coming in and we're targeting a different muscle group. Right. So, right. yeah, that's kind of the gist of the floor work there. Oh, that's nice. It's an in-restore class. People think they're going to come and get some kind of like easygoing restoration <laughs> class. You're still working hard. Yeah. But uh, no you're rowing a little bit less. Okay. Uh, the floor work's a little bit longer. So the first set of floor work is focused on stretching. Okay. So we like to do restore classes later in the week to get that body open back up. It's been a long week. Everybody's been busy at work. Yeah. You know, let's let's have a restore class. Let's get everybody to stretch. Sure. And then the second block will be again focused on that core. Sure. Sure. Getting sure. that heart rate up and things like that. So. That's great. That's yeah. such a unique style, right? Yeah. Because I think um, you know everybody likes to compare different modalities to different things, right? And I think as soon as you start talking about row house a lot of people think that it's an orange theory based class that uses rowers instead and it's it's different though because you know instead of measuring splat points what i like about row house is that you can see how many meters the entire class is rowed so it almost becomes more of like a team unity thing yes rather than a an individual sport like that right right and there's no competition and that's one thing i tell people because a lot of people do get nervous uh, I understand people do love the competition, but that's not what Row House is about. Mm -hmm. When you come to Row House, you are working as a team. You know, mm -hmm. I always tell my crew, "Look at that! You hit 6,400 meters. Next round, we're going to hit 66. You know, you're mm -hmm. going to push it a little bit further, a little bit harder the next time on those endurance pieces." Mm -hmm. And they look up at that board and they see that number. But the beauty is, you don't see everyone else's. Your rower is your machine, your number. Right. Some of those gems like Orange Theory and things, they'll have everybody's names up. Who's the winner today? Yeah. Guess what, team? You're all <laughs> winners at the row house, right? Everybody's body is different. Right. You know, we all, you come in there, I compete with myself. Because I, I not only coach, I actually, like I said earlier, I started rowing there. Right. I still row there even though I coach. Yeah. So even on the days that I'm not coaching, I'm rowing and I'm, you know, I'm competing with myself. How can I get better? How can I get that average split down? How can I push a little harder today? Mm -hmm. Or am I tired today? Realize that and don't be too down on yourself. You didn't get enough sleep last night. So I, I like Row House. You know, we have, if you don't mind me talking about our four, sure. four core values real quick. Yeah. Something that's embedded in my brain and something I already knew existed before I even went through the university because <laughs> that's why I love Row House so much. Uh, the first thing is inclusivity. Everyone's welcome. All walks of life. That's great. You know, uh, we have, like I said, we have teenagers up to, I row with a 74-year-old woman next to me every time I row. That's awesome. <laughs> she's amazing. And uh, she's a rock star. And so we want everybody to feel like they're welcome. I don't care what color you are, what your sex is. You know, it's it's 
you're coming in the row house and you're a family. We're a team and we're going to do this together, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Next thing is camaraderie. I have made so many friends in here that I would never just walk into a gym and think I would become friends with. Yeah. Uh, I've met people at my restaurant who I've gotten to come join the team. Uh, We become friends or either I've met them in the studio and now they come up to my restaurant and eat dinner with me. That's great. You know, so it's that camaraderie thing. And uh, another thing is just rewarding. So you hit these things we call milestones mm-hmm. every certain amount of meters. You know, it's you get rewarded for that. We cheer for you. We applaud for you. You get T-shirts, water bottles, you know. Everybody loves swag. People yeah. look forward to these things. You know, they absolutely love the reward. And so, and lastly, we stay authentic. We, okay. Authenticity, we stay authentic to the sport. You know, we're not asking you to come in there and do 50-something strokes per minute. Those are for Olympians. (laughs) We're going to stay authentic, keep your form correct, mimic what it would be like rowing out on the water, and just stay true. And that's what I was saying. Every row house you walk into, that stroke should be the same. The authenticity is there. The realness Mm -hmm. of the sport. And we have fun doing it. (laughs) Yeah, it it was. It was fun. I dropped into a couple classes before, and um, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually was did crew team in high school oh, nice. for one semester, not even a full semester. So I got cut after like two months uh-huh. and I was always so much stronger on the erg than I was out in the open water. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when I came back to row house, it was nice to see that inclusivity, right? Because mm-hmm. now, like you said, on the board, it's not an individual uh, metric that you're looking at. Like some of the other gyms, it's more of, Hey, the whole class is rowing this Mm -hmm. average or this number right and it becomes the whole class becomes part of your crew Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it was like on the team right because the way that the boat staggered is you can't just have one rock star that's carrying the team because otherwise the boat's going to go all over the place and it was really nice to see that it was even though it was an indoor rowing studio it still had that same team mentality and I think you don't always get that at some other places as well so it's really cool to to have a gym like that 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 so welcoming and so inclusive for everyone mm-hmm. and like you said it's it's lower impact too which i think is really great yes. because you know people like to work out more than a few times a week so what can you do for yourself that allows you to work out at a high frequency without feeling burnt out and having the achy joints or just feeling just like you're just getting run down and beaten up by the end of the week so right it's nice too that you have a cycle of different classes so you mentioned earlier about some playlists. Well, how have your playlist uh, creations been coming along? You know, they've been going good. And, you know, it's it's funny as a coach because I playlist at home, right? So mm-hmm. I playlist in the car. I'm riding down the road, hear a song on the radio, you know, screenshot. Let yeah. Me, let me see if this will work. Uh, what's interesting is a lot of songs that you really like just don't fit into the template of how uh roadhouse is it may be too fast it may be too slow okay so picking out music is a little difficult because what we do is we just take the beats per minute of a song and divide that by four and that gives you your strokes per minute so it's pretty interesting so whenever you hear that beat drop you know it depends (laughs) is this song a 24 strokes per minute is it a 27 strokes per minute so some of those go too high and they just don't really work so i'll usually maybe use some of those on floor work Okay, you know, perfect. Yeah, squeeze some of those in, keep the energy up, keep it yeah. alive. But playlisting's been fun. You know, I think the most rewarding thing for me is at the end of class, man, Erica, that was a really good playlist today. Yes. 
you know, I'll give myself a little pat on the back. Thanks. <laughs> Is DJing in your in your future at oh, all? Oh, you never know. You yeah. never know. <laughs> it's hard to hit play, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. It's been a journey playlisting and doing all that, you know. Listening to music is kind of just, my wife is just knows if I go off into my own musical world, you know, the music's playing in the shower, the music's playing while I'm cooking in the kitchen, and she, <laughs> poor thing's tortured through it. <laughs> Everywhere's your music lab, right? Yes, yes. I share music with the other coaches, you know, Colleen oh, and I great. get together, and I'm like, hey, I heard this good song today, and she's like, oh, I heard this one, and, you know, yeah. we share that together, and. Because once you build so many, it's kind of like you got you want to find fresh stuff for the crew. Oh, you sure. Know? You take it all the way back to the 70s and 80s and to today's and mm -hmm. country, R&B. You guys take requests at all? Does anybody oh, ever yeah. come up and be oh, like, hey, yeah. I want Britney Spears or hey, I want whatever? Oh, yeah. I had uh, somebody request too many zoos for me the other day. I was like, who is that? So, I, you is know, I got home. Yeah, I got <laughs> home and started listening. I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was it an appropriate rowing song? Yeah. I, yeah. Could, I could squeeze one in. So, yeah, it was nice. Too many zoos. Okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here. I don't I don't listen to a lot of pop music, so yeah. I must be behind the eight ball on that one. So. Yeah. I don't, just, I don't know. You know, I take requests, and if it works, it works. Great. I always tell my crew, please give me ideas. <laughs> what, uh, what's what been the demographic like at your class? I know you mentioned you get a pretty good variety, but... There's oh, probably yeah. some predictability, right? And oh, yeah. So you have your regulars. Mm -hmm. You know, I have all the crew is die hard morning and night. But the morning people are there to get up and go before mm -hmm. work. You know, you've got your night crew after work. So the morning crew is usually I always like to say it's my ladies. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have a couple gentlemen who come in and who are regulars, but it's usually a class full of ladies just ready to get down. They love oh, it. Perfect. Yes. Uh, they're some of my favorite. They've been very supportive of my journey, you know, mm -hmm. uh, giving me that encouragement and making me feel like I'm doing the right thing for them. Cause that's sure. my main thing. I, every time I show up, I want to give you my best. Of course. And uh, my crew deserves that because mm -hmm. they work hard and they're loyal and they're, they're so sweet. You know, I got Christmas presents and happy new year's cards. Oh, and that's awesome. That's the kind of demographic I'm working with. It's just very thankful, kind people. They're just happy to have a coach there to guide them. You know, I have a lot of members tell me that, it's harder for them to go to the gym because you don't really have anybody pushing you. Right. You know, we're in a tiny little studio. I'm mic'd up and <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> you got that sweet Southern drawl on yeah. there. It's game over. Get some beats in the back. Game over, y'all. Yeah, over. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. So what's next for you then? What uh, any Anything yeah. in the works for you? Or? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I just, I have made bartending, you know, as my full-time job. This coaching gig I'm doing is for fun. And mm -hmm. it's, I think it's actually made me a better bartender you know if that even makes sense uh sure. I, they do go hand in hand talking to people relating to people i've always just been able to do that in general but you know there's some kind of happiness that fulfills me with row house and then you know i do enjoy my bartending career mm -hmm. Our, my wife and i are really looking into getting a food truck one day together Yes. Uh, what kind of food? First things first, buying a house. No, oh, yeah. Of not course. in this market right now, I'll tell you. <laughs> Gotta wait for the bubble, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we cook all kinds of food. I'd say our specialty is, you know, a nice Asian flair to things. Oh, okay. Yes. We love the flavors of ginger and soy and garlic and all this kind of good stuff, rice vinegar. So we really probably would try and go in the Asian route. Mm -hmm. And then my goal for that is to bring our bartending into that and pair cocktails Ooh. yeah so figuring out you know the licensing and things on that is going to be the biggest headache sure uh but you know come have 
some Asian flair in a cocktail. I'm, I'm working on the punchline. You know, we're not there. Oh, yet. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what What's your favorite cocktail or drink to make? My favorite to make? Vodka soda. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Is it vodka and soda? You put them together, yeah. right? Do, do the lime or not the lime? No, I, you know, I don't have a favorite to make. I just, okay. I tell you, I will say making a stellar margarita is a lot of fun. I have okay. regulars who don't even sit at the bar. They actually sit at the table and they say, I'm like, where can I make my margarita? You know, that's awesome. Uh, martinis are always fun. We move at a very high pace at Gecko's. It's a yeah. pub and grill. Oh, yeah. That service well is busy, busy, busy. Oh, I'm sure. People in Sarasota like to drink. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Hey, I'm one of them, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. I would say if I can make you a killer margarita, I've done my day right. Okay. Yeah. What about the other, Ed? What's your favorite to drink? What do you what do you like to drink when you're not drinking vodka oh, okay. sodas? Yes, my favorite to drink. Ooh, I'm gonna say an espresso martini. Oh, love a good espresso martini. So I can tell you where a few good ones are in town. I'll yeah, you, yeah. Connors has got a great espresso martini. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Uh, Patrick's downtown. Okay. Delicious. Daruma, the Japanese steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere that has a good espresso machine. Ooh. It's on. That's yeah, great. I'm a sucker. I don't care if I'm in the middle of eating my sushi. I'm probably going to be drinking an espresso martini and not saving it for dessert. <laughs> you know, the first time I had an espresso martini, I should have been smarter and realized that it actually did have caffeine in it. And I oh, thought it was yeah. just the like the liqueur taste of it, right? right? I didn't know that it actually had real. Oh, so yeah. we went to a new place. It was an Italian place on the Atlantic side that it opened. And my wife and I went with another couple. And I had maybe like four espresso martinis, not thinking that they had any. Wowzers. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like it wasn't even Were you the like alcohol. Sweating after? Yeah, and I was like, man, man, I feel like I'm talking so fast at dinner, and I'm like going all over the place. And I got home, and it's, my heart's still beating. And I was like, yeah, it actually has espresso yes, in it. So yes. just as a PSA, uh, espresso martinis really do yes, have people. espresso with it. And if you cut out caffeine in your life, like I have, only have one. But yeah, <laughs> don't ask for a double shot. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Well, hopefully that food truck works out. I, where Thank would you, you go? Would you go around here in Sarasota, Bradenton? You know, what? the market is so competitive here, but it also is with those food trucks to know people. You know, yeah. word of mouth is a big deal. So I think starting somewhere new mm -hmm. would probably be very hard and maybe a little discouraging. So, you know, get your name out there and get known yeah. somewhere where people know you. And then if you want to move on, move on. But right now, Sarasota is oh, it's our home. It's a great place to be, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's but, just beautiful. You know, that beach can't beat that beach life. Mm -mm. whenever mm -mm. i can make it out there i try yeah <laughs> now we ask this of everybody that comes aboard but where is your favorite restaurant food hot spot to go oh boy i know it's gonna be tough well, for you here's the you... deal geckos i can't say you because i work there right but that doesn't know, count yeah that doesn't count you know how much i love you geckos <laughs> um my favorite restaurant goodness gracious if I want to go splurge, it's Marcello. It's an Italian little tiny place. Uh, he's an amazing chef. He's right off of 41, a little south of Bee Ridge. Uh, Reservation-only type place. Has a beautiful wine cellar that he's built. You can actually dine in there with a large party. Uh, my best and favorite seat in the house, though, is the chef's bar. I recommend if you go there <laughs> for the first time, you got to sit at the chef's bar. It's four chairs. You're right in front of him while he's cooking. It's crazy what this man can do, slinging that food. I, it's an amazing experience. It's, you know, a lot of, I love food. Let's mm -hmm. just throw that out there. A lot about food is the experience. Of course. Right? What you're getting, what the how the quality is. Uh, but watching it be made with that kind of love, 
just it, I swear it makes food taste better, you know. But he's amazing outright. That's great. It's nothing but fresh local ingredients. Mm -hmm. he, you know, he uses the fish market across the street, Waltz, and you know, uses fresh produce, local produce, and things like that. So, uh, really top notch, and the staff there is phenomenal. So that's great. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll have to we'll have to get people to check that out a yes, little bit more. Yes. Give them a shout out. So that's great. Well, thanks so much, Erica, for coming yes. aboard the podcast. Really appreciate your time and sharing your story and your journey with us. So we'll put in the show notes uh, links where people can find a little bit more about Row House, a little bit more about you as well. But great. really appreciate your time and coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just want to say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.